In this week's episode of the Pass the Everything podcast, we noodle through the mystery of the abandoned pasta in a New Jersey forest, how one letter could make a hilarious difference in a bakery order, the restaurant trend that could be back from the pandemic dead, how the movie-going experience could be forever changed starting this fall, and life-saving wine in the Australian bush. Closing with our food high and low moments of the week. Let's eat. From our table in New Orleans, this is the Past the Everything podcast. Your favorite food podcast. Returning after a brief hiatus. Another one. Another one. <laughs> DJ Khaled. That was a horrible impression of him. Yeah. Another one. Is that it was better? a very like sensual DJ I know. Khaled. It was like Marvin Gaye. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> no. I'm like still a, not thinking Marvin Gaye either. No. Um, it's like a Lenny Kravitz. No. Nope. No? Okay. Mm-mm. Another one. I feel like you're narrating romance novels or something. Okay. I need to Another stop. one. Yeah, that's I, what you were doing. I'm, with that. I'm not good at impressions. That's obvious. Okay, well, yeah. it's, you know, I've also never tried on a mic before. It's a whole different ball game to hear it in your own ears. Yeah, right. Yeah, when you when you just do it out in a party when you're drunk, like it's fine. You Another one. No. Better, yeah. Better though, right? Yeah, it's okay. All right, cool. I, I, I know you think about it less. Okay, when I leave, <laughs> you, you can stay up practicing your impressions. I'm gonna send you uh, te- like voice texts. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what am I getting? Another one? Like, why does he keep sending me this? <laughs> another one, another, another one. I'm going right. to number them too. Uh-huh. Like, reply with the one you think is the best. <laughs> Definitely seven. But also, please stop sending me these. It's midnight, dude. For the love of God, leave You've me sent alone. me more than seven. <laughs> you went downhill after seven, honestly. Yeah. And then you sent me 11 more. So, like, I'm tapped out. Two of them, this. you're chewing. It's so, like right. you're eating like a late dinner in the middle of it. Like, you coughed halfway through. <laughs> Clear your throat before you get on the mic, dude. And you know what? If you hear it, you don't have to send every one. Another one. There you go. All You're right. Getting better. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say we don't have any introductions, but like, I guess that's your introduction right now. Might you're, be my uh, favorite one we've ever done. Yeah. Your, your new latest venture of talent is <laughs> specifically DJ Khaled impressions of just that one phrase. Yes. And not good ones. Yeah. He's my podcast partner for the sake of the podcast. We call him PTE. He started the past the everything Instagram that began this whole journey. And she's Ashley. She's my wonderful co-host who lends her talents not only to this podcast, but the radio as well with production and her voice. I just winced for a second because um, I was... Because you were talking about me? No. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's... Ugh, ugh. And she's her. No, this is even more embarrassing. I shifted my body weight and you never experienced this. and Or maybe you have and I don't know something about you. And I like pinched one of my balls. Definitely don't know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I like shifted. But thank you for giving me the ball benefit of the doubt. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, But no, I like shifted my weight and then like I pinched myself and I was like, that doesn't feel good at all. It's like a little tap, a little taparoo. Does not feel good. That's why I was wincing when I was saying your intro. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Coming in real hot after being gone for a little bit. (laughs) Did they miss this? I don't know. I don't know. know. Yeah. We either lost everybody or they're going to keep listening for whatever reason. Right. Yeah. We were gone for Jazz Fest and things assorted related to that. Um, mm-hmm. While we were gone, I'm kind of glad that we didn't do an episode the week of Cinco de Mayo because I get annoyed <sighs> with how many bogus stories are centered around 
a holiday that most of us are not even really connected to anyway. I'm not going to even get into it because it's going to trigger some PTSD, but I will say that I was forced into like a pseudo Cinco de Mayo celebration, Mm -hmm. which was all very last minute. And involved driving around to multiple different restaurants in New Orleans, all of which had already fucking closed. And I was not happy and very hungry. And that's all I'm going to say about yeah. that. We're moving on past it. Then I ended up being decent, but I was, I was like, hey, here's a crazy idea. We don't have to celebrate this holiday, right? Because it has nothing to do with us, and we just go get a burger somewhere, right? Fucking Christ. Uh, but while we were gone. We did get some people sending me stories, probably sending you stories as well, being like, oh, you guys have to talk about this. And I'm mm-hmm. like, we're not recording for a minute. Yeah. Please stop messaging me. I don't exist right now. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but since we've returned, one of the stories that was sent at the time was like a big mystery. Since we've returned, the mystery has been solved. So now we can act like I'll set it up and then give you the solution. How about that? Yeah, and we need to talk about a little bit too, which I know you will, because I don't really know the actual story. I just kept seeing highlights everywhere. Right. Yeah. And photos that seemed a little bit misleading, and I think were a little bit edited. Oh, definitely. Because it was making the rounds on social media, and I'm like, there's no way it was like that. Yeah. The mystery was of something like 500 pounds of pasta discovered in the woods in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's with the pasta in the woods? Yeah. Uh, And it looked like from the photos I was seeing that people were sending to me Mm -hmm. that someone had cooked 500 pounds of spaghetti, Uh angel hair, like whatever it was, and dumped it mysteriously in the woods. Yeah, dumped it like the Sopranos getting rid of a body, but with 500 pounds of pasta. Very very confusing. And it was in New Jersey, wasn't it? Yes. Very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. But it looked cooked. Mm -hmm. Nice rhyme. Nice. Which seemed strange, right? So you took the time to boil the water, cook the pasta, strain it out, and then put it in a transport of some kind. Pasta for like a, for a restaurant for an entire day. Right. And then just discarded it in the woods somewhere. And then right. somehow a helicopter flew over and got like crystal clear images that were then in like the New York Post. Right. Very confusing. Or someone was going out there to dump a body and be like, what the hell? My body dumping spot is <laughs> occupied by pasta. <laughs> Cover up this body with this right. pasta. <laughs> That'd be pretty epic, actually. <laughs> Just get buried in spaghetti. Right. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, it, it's been solved <laughs> since then. Hundreds of pounds of pasta was found dumped illegally in the woods in New Jersey last week, but neighbors say they know how it got there. Okay. Why didn't we ask the neighbors first then? Like, why was it such a mystery for so long? Uh- I think I know why, because I like that there's a mystery behind it. Like, I would be completely okay moving on with my life, just like years from now being like, did you guys ever hear that story? Like the 500 pounds of pasta that was dumped in the woods in New Jersey. Yeah. And now we're going to find out and it's going to be so fucking underwhelming, but we have to talk about it. So what happened, apparently uh, a resident of this township, whatever that, what is it? What is a township? How is that different from a town? I think it's just a town. I think it's like a fancy word for a town. Maybe it's a town with a harbor. Well, somebody that is a resident was walking through the woods when he stumbled on piles and piles of pasta. Mm-hmm. He says he looked down and he saw alphabets, noodles, spaghetti. He says probably about 200 Wait, pounds. alphabets, like SpaghettiO style? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, like, so it's, it's an assortment of pasta. Right. Not oh. like what we saw in this picture that was like Whoa. mounds of spaghetti this that was cooked, more right? more confusing. We have a variety of pasta. And he says he estimated probably about 200 pounds. So once already, 
it's been blown out of proportion. It's like 500 pounds of wet spaghetti cooked, blah, blah, blah. This guy's, in the a, woods. This guy's a hit at carnivals where it's like, right. guess the weight. Right. It's like some guy, uh, you imagine walking in the woods and be like, that's at least 200 pounds of pasta. Rain <laughs> man? <laughs> he actually nailed it to the T. Um. Rain man walking through the woods of yes. New Jersey. <laughs> oh my fucking God. That's amazing. So they send the Department of Public Works to haul it away. It took 15 wheelbarrow trips to clear it all out. Very efficient. Is that how it got there in the first place? It sounds like a New Orleans job, by the way. Like right. you had to call like the sewage and water board. They would show up two and a half weeks later mm-hmm. and then try to like eat their way out of that situation. <laughs> yeah. They called it the job of hauling away all this uh, mission impossible. God damn it. You know I'm going to do that. Did you name this? I didn't. <laughs> I just love the story. Okay, yeah. <laughs> And I feel like you know when it's going to happen because I start slowing down. Yeah. Like, you can hear oh, yeah. in my voice that I'm doing a stupid face. Yes. Like, <laughs> dear listener. I can see it being like, I won't help with the cleanup, but I have a really great title. Yeah. <laughs> She's actually contributed more than we could ever ask. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So neighbors think it was a man cleaning out a pantry. And they, they think it was this specific man that was trying to clean out his parents' house. Okay. And that they were probably just stocked up from COVID. Like a doomsday shelter? How many fucking pounds of pasta right. does this old couple need in their home? 200 pounds worth? Are they expecting to get nuked the next day? Like, what's going on here? And what happened? Did the grandparents both die? And he's like, well, it's time to offload all this pasta. I feel like that's a really poor way to honor their uh, honor their lives, is to dump all their pasta in the woods. Right. To like a big spaghetti cook-off. Have some fucking respect. Right. Uh, people were saying like, oh, yeah, maybe they were just stocked up. It's the generation that's always like, just to be safe, they want to make sure they have enough food in case of emergency or whatever. No, they're paranoid and old. A cupboard full of pasta wouldn't be 200 to 500 pounds worth. (laughs) You're right. That is a basement doomsday hoarder shelter. Yeah, it's like a bomb shelter underground with just an entire room dedicated to various pastas. And then the son was like, I'm going to clean this out, but let me cook all of it first. I guess he didn't cook it. I think that was just like the the photos that we saw. Okay. The elements. I guess. And why, why would you take it out of the containers? Yeah, that's also really confusing. Maybe you don't want to litter, and you're like, well, this is biodegradable if I just get rid of the pasta. The birds pasta, will eat it? Throw- I don't know. Do birds eat pasta? Those animals are having a fucking field day. What is this? Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't even read. This is the stuff of my dreams. I don't know what this is, but I'll fucking eat it. Right. Yeah. So another neighbor is like, look, I don't care where it came from. It's fucked up because this shouldn't have been in the woods. Our township doesn't have proper bulk garbage pickup. Also, they could have donated this to a food bank. Very particular township. No bulk trash pickup? How big is this township? 50 people? (laughs) I don't know. Now it's down to 48 with a bunch of pasta. I mean, and you know what? If you're trying to get rid of it, I guess depending on the circumstance of why he was getting an emergency dump of this pasta. Mm-hmm. Could he not have done it over the span of a couple trash days? I don't understand anything about this. So wait, we don't really know the answer to the mystery. It's just the neighbors speculating that this guy cleaned house and got rid of all this pasta. But that doesn't explain why he opened it and then went to the woods and also why a couple would be hoarding a couple hundred pounds of pasta from their COVID days. 
The most I hoarded was like four bottles of wine. I would drink two a night and then I have to go back to the store with my fucking mask on. Right. And then go back to, you know, slamming fucking Pinot Noir by myself while I watched uh, fucking Tiger King, you know, like Jesus Christ. Wait, I did find another article because that one I thought was pretty trustworthy because it was NPR, but it didn't address mm. the state of the pasta. This one from whatever news source KCRA is says that it was fully cooked. Okay. So I guess he was thinking, yes, it's easier for these animals in the woods to eat this and it will biodegrade because I've cooked this pasta for that. Well, I was joking. This actually might have been his like rationale for the entire thing. Mm-hmm. You must really love animals, bro. If you're just like, I'm going to cook hundreds of pounds of pasta and then dump it in the woods for the animals to have versus like you can just donate that food in their boxes to a shelter. To a soup kitchen or a just, shelter. That yeah. would just distribute it for you. All you have to do is load up your car. You spent the, you've probably spent at least the entire weekend cooking all that pasta. Elbows, rigatoni, linguine. The noodles were fully cooked. Wow. Freaking wild. I don't know how I feel about knowing the answer to this. I kind of feel like this guy should have just donated this shit. Oh, my God. This is even worse than what I said about Mission Impossible, and this is going to be the closing Impossible. Line. Yeah. Yeah. Lead suspect is a guy named Al Dente. And that's it. That's enough for that. God damn. We need to move on. <laughs> You're so happy with yourself. I hate this. Another story that was sent to me multiple times on Instagram. And I don't know if it was specifically for the podcast or because it caters to my interests in, in music and things. Um, is this story. Uh, I guess she's, I don't know if she's a TikToker, but she's definitely a baker that has now gone viral with this story on British? TikTok. Uh, I I don't know. Did I put you in a corner by accident? Brinny Cakes. Maybe maybe she is? Let me let me see. Nope, she's she's Texan. Okay. Wow, that's like the opposite. Opposite, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's from El Paso, Texas. Oh, wow. Okay. The video has been viewed at least 11.3 million times. Okay, a couple people have seen it. Mm -hmm, One mm -hmm. not being me. Yeah, you haven't seen this story about Brinny Cakes? No. So she is posting about an order for her baking that went awry mm -hmm. and didn't realize it until the very last minute. And the slip up is both understandable and adorable and hilarious. Okay. Most words, if you change one letter, if oh, you forget no. or add a letter, it's a totally different meaning. Okay. Like, oh, I need to buy a large, or like, I need, can I borrow a large shirt? Uh -huh. Is very different from a large shit, yeah. right? Remove the R. It's like, why do you want to buy a large shit from me? Right, yes. exactly. Okay. So somebody was ordering a cake from her, and she makes beautiful cakes and really detailed for like different characters, like, there's one video I saw of some, I don't really know what it is, but it seems like an anime character cake, and it's incredibly- Dragon Ball Z. Kuromi? <laughs> I don't know who that is. I don't know what that so, is. Okay, anyways. So a lady DM'd her and asked if she could make this particular kind of cake, and uh -huh. she was like, oh my God, yes. I love goth things, because she read it as, can you make an emo cake? Okay. She's like, oh my God, that sounds so fun. Oh, interesting. It's going to be like a black cake. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. She's been perfecting her black frosting on other cakes, and she was so ready to give it a whirl completely on this cake. She'd have like lyrics from like depressing songs on the side, like mm -hmm. embedded into the cake. Right. Yeah. It's like, here's so she, your emo cake. Yeah, she gets all the info, the flavor, you know, when she needs it by, all of that. 
Uh, she finished frosting the cake. She reached out to the client to be like, do you want a number? Because I know you said it was for a birthday. Yeah. And the customer's like, yes, it's for my granddaughter. She's turning four. Whoa. And the baker is now like, Why is a four-year-old emo? (laughs) Right. I don't think I've ever met a four-year-old emo. Antidepressants to a fucking four-year-old? Like, what's going on here? Also, this (laughs) four-year-old has not been alive during the emo phase. Yeah. It's not a phase. Um, (laughs) and she was trying to reason it's not a phase it was a festival right she was trying to reason with herself she's like i don't know maybe this four-year-old really likes wednesday or something on netflix but also the only emo experience or feeling she's ever like emoted or experienced in her life is like when she's hungry and doesn't get food right away right we're out of macaroni and cheese yeah it's like oh now i think i'm feeling i cry black tears (laughs) (laughs) macaroni's not here (laughs) Stop it. So she's like, if I had a, oh yeah, I would, I would dispose of that kid so quickly if that were my, dispose of that kid. (laughs) Meanwhile, the grandmother is like, let's celebrate this and give her an emo birthday cake. Dumpster baby. Oh no. (laughs) Emo dumpster baby. She's four. She's no longer a baby. Toddler then, whatever. But still not old enough to be into emo. (laughs) Definitely not. My grandchild wants a black cake. She's like, I can do it. So she's like, I don't know, maybe this kid is just like ahead of her time or... This kid's in for a fucked up teenage years. Right. Maybe this kid is exposed to this music from parents. I don't know. So she said something felt wrong. So I just deemed her... She can tell she's DMing around asking the direct question of like, why the fuck did you order an emo cake for this child? Okay, so the person's four... Um, yeah, <laughs> like you sure you want the? She's like, like yeah, of yeah. course I'll give you a four number candle. Yeah. What is the theme of the party? Yeah, because I guess she was saying like, oh, I want the number candle. Yeah. She's to- trying to narrow it down, but she's being overly nice. Like uh-huh. this is where I would come in and be like, hey, what's the deal with this? She's cake? fishing for clues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she could have just gone directly to yeah. the question stop, of like, stop beating around the bush. Let's talk about this. And the grandma tells her, oh, it's Sesame Street. Oh Jesus Christ. She's like, oh my God. She scrolled up in the messages and the grandma originally said Elmo cake. Uh-huh. And she just got excited by her own interest because she said, whoa, 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 whoa. This is way different than what I thought it would be. I thought the grandma had left out the L. Mm-hmm. She saw that word and in her own excitement for her own mm-hmm. past emo phase was like, oh my God, I get to make an emo I've cake. I've been waiting for this. No one's ever asked me to do this before. I can get real creative I've with it. I've been practicing my black frosting Meanwhile, for this moment. not on the grandma. Grandma's like, I fucking spelled Elmo. You're right. just the weirdo that wants this right. cake so bad and now you owe me a fucking cake. Right. So she's a professional baker mm-hmm. that is like promoting her work on TikTok and all this stuff and now how embarrassing. Yeah. She has less than an hour before she has to deliver this cake. Oh shit. You better run to Rouse's and pick up some right. shit. Yeah. She went to her local Albertsons <laughs> and she's like, do you have like an Elmo topper to put on this cake? Wait, so like an all black emo cake with like a little Elmo head on top? That's incredible. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the picture that has been sent to me again is not quite what was delivered, but this cake is definitely all black and it has like black fancy like piping around I'm the sure edges. I'm sure it's a beautiful emo cake. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's real slick looking. And then it has just like an Elmo head <laughs> stuck up right in the middle of it. And then she put red sprinkles on oh, the black. She's trying to fluff up the emo cake. Uh-huh. It's oh. a tiny little cake. Cause it might've been like what they call a, um, a smash cake. What is that? It's a thing that our generation did not have, where they give a special miniature 
cake to the birthday child and they sing Fuck happy birthday to them shit. and then they literally get to smash it with their hands and put it all over their face and you all the guests get to eat the pretty big sheet cake that's so fucking dumb. Who created that? There's like a whole nother. I don't like. I don't like that at I all. I think it's the same people that said we needed to start having gender reveal parties. Oh my god, that is the same group of people. Just eat, all eat from the one giant cake. I don't need to smash my own face with a smaller cake and blow out a candle on. It's not, well, it's I've not for you. It's for the child. <laughs> yeah, but like if it, I'm saying like for my birthday or for the kid's birthday, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. I mean, I don't like that. Right. And those are definitely the people that do gender reveal parties. Now. Right. Okay. But Anyways. then that way it's like, oh, I ordered a little white cake with blue up frosting and sprinkles or whatever for the kid. Uh-huh. And then our cake can be like pineapple cream, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. fondant and whatever. Whatever the fuck. Right. And this kid gets to have a ball smashing this cake. Yeah. I get it. I just still think it's stupid. Yeah, I agree. I think it's dumb. Right. So it looks, from the picture that I'm seeing, it looks like it's that size. Okay. So at least it's not like a gigantic. I was hoping it would be giant. I want I want this bitch to be, have like three tiers to it. Yeah. <laughs> I want it to be like wedding cake status. But people are like, I need to see this emo Elmo cake. Yeah. So she's like, okay, well, this is not the original. But she gave them a reproduction where she took Elmo. Like she made a new cake, right? A bigger cake. Yeah. And she made Elmo now a goth character with like... Slicked black side bangs. (laughs) It's incredible. David Bowie makeup on or some shit. That's fucking incredible. So she redid this cake, made a normal size cake, but really leaned in and actually made Elmo emo Mm -hmm. and was like, here you go. And that's what's going viral. Everyone's like, dude, check out this (laughs) this emo Elmo cake. Yeah. People have been sending that to me and people are like, oh my God, it's Elmo at the disco. (laughs) (laughs) That Elmo is listening to Adam's song right now. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And look, I'll tell you, if if you've sent it to me, I'm not saying like, oh my God, so many people. I've appreciated every single time because I chuckle every time it pops up in Is my it that inbox. Good? Okay, I'm going to have to watch it when we get done with this. I haven't seen this, so I'll have to check it out. Wait, you're turning your cam? Can you see it? Can you see oh it? Oh my God. <laughs> Stop it. We'll, we'll have to share the photo on the Instagram page. Elmo love my chemical romance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was a terrible. Oh, you that know what? That was horrible. That Listen, was worse than yours. That was horrible. Another one, right? Like, <laughs> see, do your try to do your Elmo again. Elmo love my chemical romance. <laughs> it's getting there. It's getting better. That was a lot better. That was a lot better. Yeah. Um, we will definitely post the photo to Instagram. But that hair fucking nailed it. Mm-hmm. Like with the one eye. Oh my god. Yep. That cake <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> On an all black cake with red sprinkles. <laughs> great it's great this is called suicide watch elmo right (laughs) you've heard of tickle me elmo and potty time elmo now it's elmo the cutter like oh my god yeah (laughs) like this elmo has slit wrist elmo (laughs) (laughs) this elmo just got out of rehab (laughs) elmo has dark feelings (laughs) (laughs) oh my god let's see if i can segue speaking of dark feelings you know it's back from the dead Nice. Yeah, that, that works. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Not really dead, but it seemed like the pandemic was going to be the end, the nail in the coffin for buffet restaurants, all-you-can-eat buffets. Okay. Because, you know, with the pandemic, all of a sudden we were like, personal bubble, don't touch things, yeah. shared stuff, like that. Uh. Not trying to go somewhere where someone's like, you know, 
sneezing over the sneeze guard right. onto the giant thing of macaroni. Well, not just that, because restaurants in general had a hard time over the pandemic. So many yeah. of them closed and they couldn't survive if they couldn't pivot their business to be, you know, takeout delivery to go. And that is the point of a buffet restaurant. It is not made to go. It's no, made it's for not. you to graze. Yeah. It's meant for people like me to show up with a giant tray, like I'm eating lunch at high school, and to fucking get real weird with it. Right. I'm talking stretchy pants. I'm talking more stretchy pants. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, compared to... That, no, that's it. Yeah. Just, you know, showing up in maternity pants. Like, let's do this shit. But now, there's a company that, I guess it's a marketing group or whatever, that tracks restaurants. This spring, visits to three of the nation's leading buffet places... We're up 125%. Fuck yeah. America's so back. Yeah. America. <laughs> Golden Corral. Oh, amazing. CeCe's. Yes. I was hoping CeCe's would be there. And Pizza Ranch, which I've never heard of, but it sounds very American. That I don't even know. We need to look at where Pizza Ranch is located. Yeah. And that's a faster growth percentage. Uh, it's faster growth rate than other types of restaurants. Pizza Ranch Buffet. Hendersonville, Tennessee. Is that where they're located? That's it's where they're the, headquartered? It's the first location. Okay. It's a buffet chain offering pizza, fried chicken, and classic American sides in an Old West-themed setting. Sounds like Golden Corral, just with pizza. Basically, yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Golden Corral also has pizza. Right next to our sweet and sour chicken. <laughs> Wait, so we were talking about- loaf. Yes. We were talking about before we recorded, though. You didn't really participate in buffets growing up. It wasn't that I didn't participate. My mom hated them. So you didn't participate. Hates. Still hates. Yeah. But it wasn't my choice. It's the one knock on your mom is that she doesn't appreciate a nice buffet. Yeah. Yeah. And she Other knows- than that, sweet lady. Right. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite things, and she knows, I, I've said this to her before, this is not breaking news. She says the word disgusting in a different way than you and I say it. Okay. She gives it a hard G. Oh, so she's like a disgusting. Disgusting. It is disgusting. Oh, wow. She gives it a Z sound, too. Yeah, it's disgusting. Kind of disgusting. Right. So, so when she's like, when something's disgusting to her, she's like completely written it off. Right. She is disgusted. Disgusted. But it was a special treat for me when I was spending the night with one of my disgusting family friends. Yeah, right? you know what's awesome when you're a kid is going to a buffet and just like taking the leash off and just going to fucking Dude, town. Especially CeCe's because they had dessert, dessert pizza. pizza. Yeah. I never saw that anywhere else. No. And by the way, their dessert pizza, I'll fucking die on this hill. That shit is some of the best dessert I've ever had, even to this day. Like the crumbled, uh, the like the brown sugar yes. with like the, the vanilla swirl on top. Yep. Oh my God. I would eat an entire dessert pizza by myself after eating all the other pizza. It's so fucking good. I have a distinct memory of, I never played softball. I never made it past T-ball because I was the kid that they put in the right field for T-ball. Right, you stand around. And I sat down and picked grass. Yeah. And they were like, do you want to do this again? And I'm like, nope. She's going to need Ritalin. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> But my friends played softball, and I was like, oh, I want to go to your tournament because I know that after y'all played the tournament, Dude. we all get to go to CC's yeah, at the end. Yeah, and everyone eats dessert pizza, and everyone's all spazzed out on sugar, running around. So the softball girl's parents are like, why is Ashley here? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made it for the dessert pizza. Girl can even make it past T-ball. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her shoving her face with right. dessert pizza. Right, Who's didn't paying even, for Didn't her? even sweat for this right. game. She's not even on the team. What the fuck? <laughs> Who gave her a third soda? <laughs> right. So no, 
know. It was a special treat when uh -huh. mom let me sleep over at somebody's house who was disgusting enough mm -hmm. to go to a buffet place or I, yeah. I went with the softball team that I wasn't on <laughs> to go to buffet places. <laughs> I hope they had like an extra uniform just so you could put it on. Um, I used to frequent Golden Corral when I was in the Navy for four years uh -huh. because if you're really hungry, my friends were like, we got to go and get something to eat. A lot of times it was like Golden Corral or Quiznos, which <laughs> I mean, those, right. those were the options. But I was living in fucking like Norfolk, Virginia. Mm -hmm. not, a, not a ton of options around, but man, I have a lot of fond memories. I've never had a bad experience at Golden Corral. The only times I get sick there is when I eat so much of different kinds of foods that they have to like almost roll me out because I'm so disgustingly full. Right. That like, and I always do it to myself. I just get so excited. It's like my eyes glaze over. Like there's so many options in front of you. None of which are really outstanding, but man, all the mac and cheese with like sushi and like <laughs> chicken and pizza. It's like, dude, have a fucking field day. And right. I did. Right. Yeah. The only other time I know that my mom was part of a buffet experience. Mm -hmm. And this is a downer kind of story. I know where you're going. I wasn't even going to bring it up. Um, I don't know if, did I tell you this story before? Maybe. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the Popeye's buffet in Lafayette. Oh, closed. oh, fuck. I didn't even. Yeah, dude. It's wild that my mom was so anti-buffet and I am from the place with the one Popeye's buffet. Literally the most infamous buffet in the yes. entire world. Yeah, the yes. Popeye's buffet right. that has since closed. Rest in peace um, in Lafayette. No, this is even a darker story of rest in peace. How is it darker than that? You know how fucking sad I was? You know what Anthony Bourdain ate there one day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Yeah. Yeah. Trust, I promise. Legendary. Yeah, I promise. This is a, a sadder story. Um, I'm already down now. I know. I'm going to try and pick it up at the end, though. There is a, there is a, an up. Well, we're up end. because buffets are back. So right. I just got to keep that in right. mind. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a buffet chain. Have you ever heard of this? It's called Ryan's. No. Okay. So sounds like my friend's house. Right the day before I turned 13. This is a really bummer story. Sorry. Okay. Uh, my best friend was murdered. On, Jesus Christ. I know. Okay. Our last day of seventh grade, right before I turned 13 years old. I was not old. preparing for that. I know. I thought you were going to go with sad buffet story. I told you okay. it was fucking sad yeah, than, I mean, than Popeye's. Jesus, all right. I know. I was like, I don't think I've told you this story before. And you're like, Anthony Bourdain at Popeye's. And I'm like, <laughs> sadder than that, my friend. <laughs> all right. Trust me, it's real sad. Yeah, okay. It explains not, probably a good bit of like, why I'm the way bring I am. this back up. Right. Like, <laughs> I will, I promise. Okay. So, but her, her funeral and everything was where she grew up. So then you're 13 now, freshly 13. Yes, I'm okay. now, now on the other side officially of 13. Okay. Going to the funeral in the town where she grew up, not in Lafayette where the Popeye's buffet is. Yes. And Ryan's buffet was, I think the only restaurant that we could all go to at a table, whatever, after the funeral. Fair. And so my mom and some of the other moms brought a whole bunch of us 13 year olds to okay. Ryan's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and someone, like, first of all, the food is not great. Yeah, it's a buffet. Right. Um, someone told the people at Ryan's that it was my birthday. Oh, no. Fresh out of a funeral. Oh, God, no. Right. We went from the funeral home to this shitty buffet, and then someone told them it was my birthday. Who would do such a thing? Did you ever find that out, by the way? I don't know. Wow. And I think they were just really unsure of how to handle this and how to help these 13 year olds with this kind of grief Everyone's and like clearly grieving. How and do like, we lighten the mood? 
I would have not done anything. Happy, like, happy birthday no. from the Ryan's crew. Happy, happy birthday from all of us to you. And it was this spongy yellow cake. Like, what's <laughs> oh, so fucked up? Fucking terrible. And I'm just like, Wait, so they're singing and like clapping in your face with like yes. a sponge yellow cake. Yes, and you're like, with a candle Dude. on it. And I'm like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> like a single tear, just like. Oh my God. <laughs> I told you I would bring it back up, but like, <laughs> get me out of this fucking riot. It's like so comically like the worst possible timing of all yeah. time. Also, dude, like survey the fucking room. How are they not looking around and being like, maybe we shouldn't sing the happy birthday song. Yeah. And shove this like shitty yellow sponge cake in her face. Like, no, we're totally doing that. That's what we do. This is Ryan's. And like- <laughs> if you're going to give me a cake, at least let it be a chocolate one. Have you met me? Yeah, I mean, also like any kid, but holy crap, I can't believe they were in your face fresh off a funeral singing happy, happy birthday. Uh huh. I don't know what I would have done if I were there. I think I just would have been in shock. Like, there's, there's no way this is happening. Like, this is fucking insane. <laughs> you can't right. write some shit like this. Right. Your mom. Already, I, don't, I don't think she's the one. She didn't want to be no, there. No, 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 right. no. What I'm saying is like already having her stance on buffets prior. Mm-hmm. That right there. I think that might have been one of her worst days. That sealed the deal. You know I had to bring my daughter to her best friend's funeral and yes. then had to go to a buffet afterward. Yes. Where they sang while she's <laughs> grieving, happy, happy birthday right. to her face. Yes. While clearly going through some shit. Yeah. I fucking hate it here. It's like, go away now. Everybody go away right now. Go away. I'm going to cry into this nasty yellow How many cake. people were there? Uh, I mean, it was a group of us that had driven. Okay. Know, I didn't know if like the entire like funeral oh, party. no, 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 no. That would have been insane. There's like 50 people or no, whatever. No. Everyone's like it just was, at Ryan's. It wasn't an after party. I don't <laughs> know. I've been to some funerals that like no. it's just more of a celebration no, than anything, you no. know? I don't know. No, there were, there was a group of us that had driven over from Lafayette. And so those of gotcha. us that were there, were going to eat something. And then, yeah. yeah Ryan's was the call. Right. Happy, happy birthday. Right. <laughs> oh my God. That's so fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, kudos to you. I did not know how that story was going to come back around, <laughs> but holy shit. It, it'll definitely go in my memoir one day. You know, It has That's to. It has those. to. Along with your Wheel of Fortune story. Wow. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a lot in there. You got you got some good stuff. All of my stories are what the fuck, but in like different directions. Fair. You know, like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't even know how to segue into this next yeah, one after I don't know that. either. What the fuck, man? And you really didn't think that... I didn't think I was going to go into that story in this podcast, but here we are. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> um, something... Okay, if if the buffets are coming back from the dead, something on the other side of the coin is going to die, it seems. Okay. Name brand candy at AMC Theaters. All right. Apparently, they are going to start offering their own generic candy because the cost of wholesale candy keeps going up. It is pretty expensive, by the way. And if, if we think it's ridiculously expensive, like what? You know they're marking it up like crazy when they sell it to us in the concession stand, right? Yeah, I'm, the sad part is like I already know, and this is just me going to like uh, gas stations and corner stores and getting a candy bar, which I do every time I go into a corner uh-huh. store. Cause I just don't have any self-control nor do I. Um, but it's one of those things where it's like, I'm already at the age where I see prices of certain things. And I start thinking to myself, man, when I was a kid, like I already catch myself doing that because I remember Reese's peanut butter cups 
the king size, the where you get four four mm-hmm. cups in the packet. I remember when king sizes were ninety nine cents, no yeah. tax, nothing, ninety nine cents on the dot. Right now, I'm pretty sure they're almost two dollars. And if you go to a movie theater, they're probably two fifty three three fifty for just Reese's. Yeah, for just Reese's. And I'm like, I got mad the I- other day because they did that at our uh, in our office. What do you call it? What's the you put in it? A mail slot? Nope. <laughs> what the fuck? Vending machine. Wow, <laughs> that's what you were doing. I thought you, you put were, in the money and then you hit the buttons. And I it thought you're working like a telegraph thing on an old ship. <laughs> telegraph. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just like Morse code or something. I'm typing in. I want A9 for the reason. You're trying to hack the code from the Germans in World War II. I was like, you okay? Back when they were two cents. You and Benedict Cumberbatch were. I gave them a nickel and I got change back for my races. (laughs) Then I'd buy a house. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? No, but it's one of those. And they also try to trick you. Well, not tricking you, but like everything is so fucking expensive now that. They'll do a thing where it's like, oh, you can buy two for the price of like four seventy five. I'm like, that's not a deal. Right. I None remember the- when they were nine and nine cents. <sighs> Dude, it, it like legitimately bums me out because I just remember having a dollar and being able to get a penny back and being like, no, you guys can have it. And like walking out of the store as a kid with a king size candy bar. Okay. So when those is, days are gone. When's the last time you went to the movies? Oh, God. Um, Has it been a minute? No, here's the thing. One of my favorite things in the entire world to do is to go to the movies, and I go by myself. I fucking love it. What is your snack during the movie of choice? Glad you asked. So, (laughs) (laughs) I will usually eat like a normal lunch before I go. I love going matinee. Because you I know. feel like not enough people ask you this because you are so excited oh my to God. tell me about your movie routine. It's one of my favorite things in the world okay. to do. I have a whole routine. So I'll eat like a normal lunch before I go. Because usually if I go there and I don't eat a normal lunch, it gets weird. Because I'll order like the giant chicken tenders meal or like the cheeseburger. Or fucking nachos to eat in the dark at a movie. That's the one thing I don't do. Is I don't, so I, weird. I got the nachos one time and it got really weird. Also, there was one time where I went to what is now, what was Canal and is now Britannia yeah, yeah, yeah. downtown. Uh-huh. And you got the cheese board? I got the cheese board, but like the family size. <laughs> and I was there <laughs> with um, one of my friends. God, I forget what we were seeing. It doesn't matter. And I ate the entire, again, lactose intolerant, did not bring lactate. I crushed an entire cheese board, plus like a ball of wine and two drinks. And then shat your pants in oh, that fancy I was movie like theater. stuffed up rolling yeah. out. I was like, oh, I'm going to be sick. Um, so what I usually do is I'll eat like a normal lunch, and then I'll go there and then I always get like a large a large soda, and I just do I just do like normal Coke. I used to switch it up a little bit because they have like the different flavors. Like vanilla Coke was a, a like orange Coke is pretty good. But I I I do a large Coke, and then I get one thing of chocolate, and I get one thing of popcorn. I get like a large popcorn, and then I'll do like Reese's Pieces or something like that because I like being able to like toss something back and have like a box, a little sweet, just, a little yeah, salty. where I can like yeah. kind of keep emptying it into my hand and like snacking. The issue is though is that. Also, part of my ritual is, and why I always go by myself, is because I'm so particular about when I get there. I have to get there before previews, and I have to You have sit. to do the trivia? I have to. I do the trivia, and I <laughs> cannot miss a single preview, because if I do, I will literally, I will legitimately be so upset that I can't enjoy the movie. Because I'm and so, like, it's part of my whole process. And I also have to sit in the exact center row of whatever aisle I am in, which is usually the last row. Because I also like to have the view of the entire theater. And usually if you go during the matinee, I'm the only one in there. So it feels pretty cool. I, it's like a Richie, it's like Do a Richie Rich row. you sit like Roman. second or third row from the top? No, I'm like all the way at the top. Mm. Right in, right dead center. 
The issue is that I will usually crush all of that food before the previews are over. Oh. So now I'm like really full, which is fine though, because I have a small bladder. So this is all part of the process too. I have a small bladder. And so I have to worry about my soda intake during the theater. But if I load up all the food beforehand, I can sip on the soda throughout the movie. Then I don't have to run to the bathroom missing the movie. So that's part of my whole movie process. <laughs> I wonder if this is different just and because there's I'm, a reason why I go alone because uh-huh, I'm like a yeah. fucking special needs kid. Yep. Yeah. It's like you just explaining this. Oh dude. Yeah. Oh, I have AMC stock. Like you think I don't know about this news already. You're probably in that Stubbs club or whatever it's oh, called. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I'm like, I'm an AMC premier member. I have the app on my phone right now. I can show you. I'm not even <laughs> fucking around. I'm not surprised by this at all because they came out with their own brand of popcorn that they not only are selling in their own theaters, but they also started selling at like actual stores like targets and Walmarts and shit. So this is not surprising at all. They're like, we're going to make our own popcorn. I've always thought that the price of candy at a movie Mm -hmm. theater was insane. No, it's fucking crazy. It's like $5 for like a small. It's always been insane. Yeah, it's always been crazy. Even when back in the day of your 99 cent Reese's. Yes. Well, that's corner store, not movie Yeah, no, corner store was that. And movie theater was always, even back in that day, like triple, quadruple. Easy, yeah. What you get at corner store. Three to five X, whatever the store was. Yeah. So back to Sweet Maxine, my mom. Uh, we always would go to Walgreens or CVS that has the good movie candy aisle. Yeah, you load up. Yeah, and yeah. we'd sneak it in the purse. Yeah. My dad would get, when we go to a family movie, my dad would get the popcorn and he'd tell them, fill it only halfway up. Then he'd go to that little butter machine. Oh, yeah, he wants to shake it up. Drizzle some butter halfway yeah, and that, then bring it back and be like, okay, now fill the rest. That's smart. Okay, now He's, butter on the top. My dad's a, your dad's a very uh, methodical man. And we had our secret candy in the bags. Yes, always. And then I get a Coke Icy. Oh, I love Icy. Now I just get a Coke Icy and my sneaking candy, which is usually Junior Mints. Junior Mints? Mm-hmm. That's such an interesting choice. May I ask why? Because I like them. <laughs> <laughs> but it also leaves you with the feeling like you just brushed your teeth. And if you're mixing any other food items with the Junior but Mints, I don't, it doesn't. I don't buy popcorn. Wait, so all you snack on is the Junior Mints? Yeah. Oh, my! I'm fucking all over <laughs> the map. I'm eating like... Like I said, chicken tenders. Hey, you got a tendy basket. Cheeseburgers, yeah. Like I've, you know, the cheese board, popcorn. So I can't do junior mints. It would fuck with. It would fuck with right. my palate. Right. I don't know how this generic candy is going to go. I mean, like, how close can you get to just basically ripping off the recipe right. of other candies that you've been working with for years in order to make your AMC generic candy their private label brand? Yeah, yeah, tastes good. Now, with that being said, I actually think, and I'm trying to remove myself as a shareholder and as an AMC <laughs> premier member. <laughs> with that being said, though, I do think it's a smart move because if they're like, "This is crazy," because they're marking us up a ton, so therefore we're charging like six bucks a box. Problem solved. We'll just make our own fucking candy. Yeah. I get why business-wise that makes sense. My my issue is what is the quality of this candy going to be? Because right. if the quality goes down, because I used to be the person that would take a bunch of food into a movie theater, and then I stopped doing that because part of the whole weird process for me is I like to like support movie theaters. So when I'm going there, whether that's an AMC or the broad or Britannia or wherever I'm going, I like just purchase everything in house. Cause I'm now, like, look, oh, I'm I will it. say that if I'm going to a locally owned. Yeah. Britannia theater. Broad, yeah. I will buy the candy yeah. there. Yeah. I'll buy my junior mints there. And or if you're don't in New have, Orleans, you can like order Thai food and <laughs> right. like a nice craft beer. Right, 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 right. But if I'm at a big place where I could buy yeah. my ticket online in advance and do all yeah. that kind then of shit. Who then, gives a fuck? Right. But that's my thing. 
I, I'm totally fine. I'm totally fine doing that. It's part of my whole process. I know I'm a weirdo. It's why I do it by myself. I'm like painfully self-aware. My issue is though, is that if this candy goes down in quality, I'm going to revert back to being the guy that was sneaking candy into yeah. movie theaters. And I don't like being that guy. Yeah. But the candy tastes like shit. I'm fucking out. Right. I'll just go to a Walgreens. Well, they didn't say which candies they will be mimicking. But all in all, by producing and, and manufacturing their own yeah. version of it, it's still, they can, they can charge less money and still have a higher profit margin oh, yeah. than what they're being charged post-pandemic for the name brand stuff. Agree a million percent. The only question is, how would the candy be actually good? I don't know. And I don't know which candies they're trying to mimic. I think they can't overhaul everything at once. Right. No, it's got to no. be like, okay, we figured out the Reese's pieces. We'll call it mm-hmm. fucking whatever. And then right. we're going to move on to something else now. Peanut butter pellets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, you guys should have workshopped that name a little better. Peanut butter pellets. Yeah. yeah it sounds like a bird's taking a shit into right, a box. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, is that not what they are? Like not bird, but I mean, they're, they're, they're little. That's what it tastes like. I mean, yeah. Bird pellets on the reg. Right. AMC says their candies will start showing up at concession stands as early as this fall, and they will still carry some of the name brand stuff for anybody who's willing to pay more to get it. But the thing is, what mm. you were saying before- So it's like tiered pricing now. Right. If I'm having to jack up my prices on Junior Mints and yeah. Reese's Pieces, mm-hmm. because my cost as AMC is so insanely high, yeah. like you said, no one's going to buy them. No you're going to have zero sales because yeah. you're charging $10 for a box of Reese's Pieces. Yeah. I get it. So. <sighs> I don't know. But I did hear, and I haven't tried it, I did hear that popcorn's really good. And when they did that, I was actually really interested because I was like, well, that's smart because I like to have movie nights at the house. And if their popcorn is like movie theater. Just like the real thing. Yeah. If it tastes like movie theater popcorn, it's like, fuck yeah, I'll make some AMC popcorn at, yeah. at home, throw some butter on it and like throw on a movie. That sounds like a great time. Yeah. But I haven't tried it yet. So, Are your movie snacks, do they carry over into other snack times in your life or is it specific like that is my movie thing and I only eat that at the movies mm, like not, I don't really get coke ices anywhere else not, not really because I like candy <laughs> so okay. if I go to the yeah. store like a lot of times the candy that I buy will be the same candy that I would buy if I were yeah. in a movie theater and I don't get like ices or anything like that yeah. anymore I just get like a coke so no, no, okay really. yeah uh, well this woman had to survive for five days stranded with only the snacks she had in her car Mm-hmm. And a bottle of wine. Amazing. She didn't have water. For five days? Yeah. So what's in your oh. emergency kit in your car? What? I mean, like first aid kit. Yeah. Like those emergency flares. Like yeah. Flares. What's that blanket thing? That, that silver looks like aluminum foil blanket. <laughs> it's like the spaceman blanket. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, <laughs> the reflector yeah. thing that it's you put out on like the road. Insulate heat and all yeah. that jazz. Yeah. yeah it's you that. have, you know, a box of car tools. Yeah. You have you like know. adhesive tape. You have fucking, yeah. I don't know, band-aids, neosporin. Random Make sure shit. in your emergency kit, you have water, but also maybe a bottle of wine. Bo- so she had no water. No. Just a ball of Pinot Grige. Uh, She was somewhere in Australia. She was out for a short drive. This woman named Lillian. Mm -hmm. She made a wrong turn and her vehicle got stuck in the mud. Rise up lights. Yeah, rise up lights. (laughs) Within a dense bush. No, I can't. Bush. 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 I don't know how to say it in Australian. Sorry. Uh, she wasn't able to hike out on her own after being like stuck like this because she has some health issues. So she stayed with her car. 
Oh, what healthy happened? issues? You mean the woman driving around with a bag full of snacks and a ball of wine? <laughs> snacks and wine. <laughs> Has a little bit of some health problems going on? She had uh, <laughs> to stay with her car. I don't also know what's wrong with her phone. But I guess if you're out in a muddy bush, I think that's different. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's different in Australia. It's like saying she was like driving through the swamp, right? Yes, yes, yes. Australia is yes. a fucking wild place. Yeah, and it sounds like... Especially Western Australia. No, what the fuck's right. going on out there? She's like, I'm just going to go drive around. Right. That's okay. Thank you. Uh, she had a few snacks and sweets and no water, but she did have a bottle of wine. Twist. This was a gift for her mom, this bottle of wine. Mm. Lillian doesn't drink. Whoa. <laughs> so you're like, oh, wino. Like, I could yeah. do that too. <laughs> this woman good, does alcoholic. not drink. Yeah. yeah. So... All she has to keep herself from being dehydrated is wine. Well, now she owes the rest of her life to alcohol. So Lillian right. better be at the bar right fucking now. Have you watched Schitt's Creek? No. Oh. I yeah. never did. That, that's the crazy part. I never actually watched it. I just oh. never. Yeah. I was going to say she's the new spokes, spokesperson for, um, there's there's a part where, uh, never mind. Oh, yep. yep. My, I, I'm just blacked yep. out. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> This woman ended up being stranded for five days, survived on those snacks and that one bottle of wine before she was finally rescued. She thought she wasn't going to make it. She was discovered, though, uh, hospitalized for dehydration and has since been released. It is unclear what kind of wine it was that saved her freaking That's life. the first fucking thing that should be released before her name. <laughs> like, right. I want to know what wine she, uh, she survived off of for five fucking days. That wine needs to be given its praise. Also, what a marketing campaign. Right. Imagine if that was your That's wine. That's what I'm saying. She's the new spokesperson. Oh, my for, God. Yeah. She's like the new Jared. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hopefully not. <sighs> it's... <laughs> I don't even know how to say this. Uh-huh. Australia seems like a different planet to me sometimes. There was a statement from the police station sergeant of the Wodonga police. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I'm also thinking of the terrifying animals. I'm thinking of that movie with, uh, is it Kangaroo Jack? I'm thinking of right. The kangaroo was like all cool and wore like a Hawaiian t-shirt and sunglasses and was like fighting people and shit. It's like comedy. Yeah. I don't know why I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking of every fucking social media video I see of a terrifying animal. Yeah. It's all from Australia. In somebody's house. Yeah, and you're like, Oh, nuts. Australian, like a giant yeah. snake crawling through your yeah. kitchen window. Australia. 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 Every fucking time. Spiders the size of your head. Australia. Australia. And she's just like, I'm just going to drink my wine and eat she's my pretzels. Just driving and- around with this. Yeah. And also, did she just, she just had to camp out in the car for five days, right? Like, you can't go anywhere else. If she can't hike because of her health issues. Yes. And you can't go outside to the fucking elements. You're going to have some sort of weird ass creature uh-huh. fucking taking your ass out. And if you can't hike, you certainly can't push your car out of the mud because Fuck now no. the mud has like dried around your car. Yeah. So she just sat there for five fucking days. Get a cell phone, Lillian. What's wrong with you? As she lost hope of being found alive, she wrote a letter to her family saying oh, she loved him. Depressing. Do you think Jesus she's drunk? Christ. That would be hilarious. Misspelled words and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Droplets of wine on the letter. That would be incredible. And it says she used great common sense to stay with her car and not wander off into bushland, which assisted in police being able to find her. So lesson learned. 
stay in your car and drink the wine. Yeah. I mean, that's like the first thing. And they taught me in Boy Scouts. Like if you legitimately get lost, you don't wander around. You stay in the same fucking spot until someone finds you. And I was like, that just sounds like you want me to wait for my death. Sure, right. You just hope that the yeah. someone that yeah. finds you is the police or, you know, emergency yeah. somebody and not, not a, something not finds you. bear who's right. like, oh, cool. Look at this fucking supple 12-year-old. Prey on me. Gonna, Why do you always bring it back to supple? This pray, is not pray, the gonna, first episode where you have... Prey on me like Jared. Jesus. <laughs> supple. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> It's such a weird word. Mm-hmm. Just a supple little boy. So disturbing. Just and, vulnerable. And that you put that thought in a bear's head. <laughs> yeah. mm. Supple. I don't know what bears think. Um, let's do our food high and low moments. <laughs> let's do it. We've had some extra time. I hope you have something. Do you? Yeah, I have a food high and a low. Great. Okay. I'm going first. That was you team me up. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> um, I went to Paco's Tacos in Metairie, just outside of New Orleans, for those that do not know. Okay. It's a Berea taco spot, which, you know, I'm like, really? I'm going to try like a new spot in fucking Metairie of all places? (gasps) But I was shocked. Fucking delicious. Like legitimate Berea tacos. Really fucking good. Uh, Had the Michelada. Also delicious. Has a little bit of a kick to it. You would appreciate the spice. I couldn't finish it. Um, (laughs) Here's what you're really going to love. Just a supple 12-year-old boy. I'm just a supple boy. <laughs> <sighs> um, so I am not, I think I've just shared this on the podcast before. And if I haven't, you're not going to be happy with me. I'm not a margarita person. I've been open about that. I've tried. I'm not the biggest tequila person. You look so upset right now. <laughs> I'm just Because I know that you are a tequila person and you are a margarita person. Yeah. I'm just bewildered. Like when I was, don't be bewildered by the supple boy. <laughs> no, but for real. All right. So here's my thing. Like most of them, it's just too much. It's either too salty or taste too much like tequila. Now I like like the specialty flavors. If there's like a jalapeno oh, okay, margarita. So like a mango margarita. Yeah. Awesome. Sign me up. So they had to even ask for the flavors. Maybe it's like one's raspberry, one's whatever the fuck. I don't know. But they have two of uh, these like really nice looking frozen margarita machines. And I saw this couple. Give me in the fr- pink one. I saw this couple in front of me and they're getting mixed together. There's like this beautiful swirl. And I was like, is that frozen margaritas? And they're like, yeah, I'm like, let me have one of those. I had one. Fucking delicious. And they're like, oh, by the way, on Wednesdays, which now they're closed, which is unfortunate because we're recording this on a Wednesday, half off, you can get two for $10. And they're fucking huge. And they're delicious. Take me out to Metairie. I'm talking like, this is horrible podcasting, but I'm showing you. This big. I'm showing it with my fingers. Wow, that's big. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we can't even say like, oh, if you're on the Patreon, you get the video version of yeah, this no, to see you what just he's. See, wow. Uh, yeah, it's so big. That big? I wow. Know. And I drank it all by myself. <laughs> and then I got drunk and passed out on the couch. <laughs> no, but legitimately. Don't tell Jared. <laughs> Legitimately, yeah, right? He's like, oh, sleeping supple boy. <laughs> Anyways, Wednesdays, two for 10. And guess what? They're not, there's like a promo thing. I'm just talking about them because they're so fucking good. I was legitimately surprised and pretty cheap. So I got to get you there, especially on a Wednesday. Okay. You're going to be pumped. Um, my food low was right before the podcast because I got to my house and I was like, I don't have any food here. I need to eat. 
So I ordered, again, Papa John's. I'm a Papa John's whore. And I did the stuffed crust pizza with extra cheese and then pepperoni and onions and stuff like I that. don't even do the stuffed crust, and I am not lactose intolerant. I ate, hey. I am I, very tolerant of I, the lactose. I took my lactate. I'm all, I'm I all. I still think it's, it, you're, you're fighting a David and Goliath battle. <laughs> oh, trust me. It's yeah. It's just too much. Uh, I feel it. There's, there's a mm, war going good, on in great. my body. And I tried to go to the bathroom and it was not happening. Okay, great. So I'll do my part fast yeah. so that we can get you <laughs> back to the potty. Please do. <laughs> so that while you're gone, I can steal that, uh, I, I That's see not you have happening. The, the chocolate Hubix pie right there. I see it. Yeah, shout out to my neighbor who dropped it off through my mail slot. The chocolate Hubix pie. Just saying, you go, you go potty. It's not happening. Oh, I know. Okay, yeah. You go poo poo, and that pie goes bye bye. Yes. Yeah. I go poo poo, pie go bye bye. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna steal it. Okay. Uh, my food high and low. Uh, my high was I got to see. Jazz fest through this sounds weird. Through the eyes of a child. Yeah, not a child. A child. And I almost said like a virgin, and like that Whoa, also sounds what? weird. Someone who had never been to jazz fest before. Okay, like a first timer. Right. Don't get weird. That's with all it. I had to say. Your first options were child and virgin. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I and I'm know. weird using supple. Well, okay. you you were the one who put me on that mind track. Whatever you say, Jaron. All right. So no, my um, the eyes of a virgin child. Mm-hmm, you saw jazz yes. fest. Mm-hmm. My. My friend that moved into the apartment in the front of my house, my my neighbor, he moved here right before Mardi Gras. We've talked about this before. So he's yeah. getting to experience all the things, all the most exciting parts of New Orleans. Yeah. Like bang, bang, bang. Everything is a first for him. So yeah. I took oh, him to so Jazz jealous. Fest. I know. Virgin child. I was explaining to him like what the festival's like. And, and he had also done his research in advance on the food and everything. He's like, I want to try this, 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 this. And I was like, okay. Should great. have told him to read my fucking food piece and where are you at, you dick? I think he did. Oh, cool. So uh, he had his list. his hit list yes. of things to try. Yeah. And I got us some uh, passes for the Miller VIP tent thing. So mm-hmm. that was, we went and he tried all these things and he was making like a, a ranking list of the, the crawfish items that he tried at, okay. at Jazz Fest. So I got to sample a bite of them, even though I had tried most of them before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not uh, a virgin child. Right, not a virgin child. Yeah. So since crawfish bread was gone this year, that was not yeah, something that he right. got to try. Yeah. Um, but he, Phil says that crawfish strudel was the best. Interesting. It okay. out, it beat out the crawfish Monica. Wow. Strudel over the Monica. Right. Look at Phil coming up with his own, uh, his own opinions. Hot take. Hot yeah. take Phil over here. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody feed Phil. Yeah. No. My low was that I ordered uh, Thai food mm-hmm. recently from a place that I've ordered before, and they were good, and not even a place that delivers. So I called, not using an app. Who doesn't I, deliver anymore? Right. I called, and I spoke to them, and I said, okay, I'll be there to pick it up. Okay. Right. I guess I wasn't paying attention because I was already so hungry. I was almost like at hangry point. Oh, no. And you know how we've talked about this before, how sometimes you practice what you're going to say. All the time. <laughs> even before you get to a drive through <laughs> Yes. So it somehow is more intense when you're on the phone. Okay. So you practice what you're going to say. And then I hung up and I was ready to go and didn't realize that they neglected to ask me how spicy I wanted my Thai food. Mm. See, I wouldn't have even thought of that because not all places do that. Right. Yeah. But, but I, I know in the past it. that they had before. Oh, well, then, yeah, you definitely are like, this is the process in which uh-huh. you order. Okay. Yeah. Got but it. I wasn't thinking, and I didn't say like, oh, hey, and by the way, can you make it spicy? 
I guess they just heard my name and they were like, oh, this white girl doesn't want any spice. Oh, yeah. Because it was literally zero spice in my Thai food. Sounds perfect. But I didn't figure that out <laughs> until I got all the way back home. Oh, shit, yeah. And started eating it. And I was like, well, cool, yeah. this is just noodles, egg, chicken, and vegetables. Yeah, because you're going to check the inventory. You don't start taking bites to ensure no. the quality while you're picking yeah. up the food. You don't walk up to the counter and say, like, yeah, order for Ashley. Yeah. Hang on. You crack open the styrofoam and just eat <laughs> <laughs> That would be fucking And hilarious. you want a tip? Mm-mm. Yeah. So I don't think it was necessarily anyone's fault. It doesn't sound like it was bad. They just didn't ask you. But in the future, I want it spicy but not Thai hot because... Be less white. Right. I don't know what to tell you. Like if I had a different name, you think they would have asked me what kind of seasoning I wanted? <sighs> Sounds racist, but probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ashley is kind of like queen of the white girl names yeah, from really. the late 80s, Dude, early you're 90s. you're like one beat of Karen, and it's right. not that far apart, you right. know? Like, <laughs> I am, oh my God, am I the Karen of the next generation? Oh my, you actually might be. Because I think Karen is very much like a Gen X and boomer name, right? Yeah. Um, this has nothing to do with anything. We got to wrap up here soon. We can talk about this off the podcast. <laughs> so you can go to the bathroom. No, what is going on with the Britney Spears shit? Like, what is up? I know you're keeping track of this stuff. We'll have to talk about that later. Okay, because yeah. you just looked at me like, do I have some shit to tell you? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but until next time, you can find us on social media at PTE Pod. We read every one of your DMs and story suggestions. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, if you could like, share, rate, review, help us spread the word about it. We appreciate you listening, and we look forward to talking to you again next week. Come back for seconds. <laughs> <laughs>